like us there, follow us on Twitter, and you can get involved in this conversation today, which should be really interesting, um, because we're going to be talking City Talk today, for sure, Uh, and you can email us at citytalk at talknewburn.com. Net and it's a great day and um, I first of all have to give a shout out um, to, to me for being here. Yeah, f- thank you, Lee. I'm glad you finally walked in the door. But a shout out to all of um, <laughs> friends, family, acquaintances. I was just overwhelmed yesterday with all your love and support on on my birthday, and it was just a fabulous day yesterday. And you know, I was very reticent in in getting to this next decade. I don't know why. I've taken a 30, 40, and fifty really well. The sixty thing really kind of bothered me a little bit, but um, it started out. God just blessed me with an awesome, beautiful, cool day yesterday, and I just everybody was beyond gracious and i just want to thank everybody it was a, a wonderful day um i knew it was your birthday but i knew it was your 60th and i didn't want to broach the subject <laughs> yeah but i was happy it no, didn't matter hey no, look i, I woke know. up i woke up that's a great day i woke up so you know it was it was really a great day and you know lots of good things happening in newburn like i said today lee and i are going to really be talking newburn and um, when we come back from break um, we're going to get into the city budget we're going to get into um the word that there's a contract on alderman shabble's house oh, um, you say there's a contract on alderman shabble oh, come on now um, no that would have been wrong i would have yeah, called you but we're, we're going to have some great talk today and we hope you'll get involved with us you can also call us and get in into the conversation at 252-633-4243. Um, one of the things I want to talk about, I don't know if you've seen the press release, but I got it yesterday. The Craven County Board of Education has hired a new superintendent. And I thought it was really interesting. I'm glad they found somebody so qualified. But, um, you know, they named an interim about a week ago. I think it's been maybe seven to ten days ago. They um, had named... Uh, Dr. Rivenbark, you know, as an interim to come back and and steer the ship until they started the search process for a new superintendent. But yesterday, a press release went out that the school system was uh, happy to announce the selection of Dr. Megan Sweeney Doyle as the next superintendent of Craven County Schools. She has a you know, a vast background in working as an assistant principal and a principal. She was a state principal of the year advisor to the state board of education. Um, she served as the Southeast region principal of the year. Um, you know, and, uh, she definitely has a wealth of experience, some of which, which was really interesting to me, most recently, she was serving as the assistant county manager in Onslow County for organizational resources, performance, and standards, which I think that's really cool. So she's got a lot of she's got some public administration, and that might work really well. In working and she was with a our principal county. too. Yeah, working with our county uh, county commissioners, I think it would be really great. And of course, the really cool thing for me, while she went to the other school for her undergrad, she got her master's and her doctorate from. ECU, yes, let me get East uh, Carolina go University. Go, so go Pirates. Go Pirates. Um, right. You know, she uh, got her higher learning from there. And, of course, East Carolina has one of the best, if not the best, <laughs> in the country in um, in education. So um, I, I want to welcome her. We should all stand up and welcome Dr. Doyle. Uh, she will be installed June the 14th meeting of the Craven County Board of Education. And I'd like to welcome them to our community and look forward to her leadership because, you know, our schools are probably some of the most important thing that we have here in the future of our well, community. I think, I think you, know, you know, and I don't, 
I don't get involved too much in that, and I don't want to talk too much about that. Oh. But we have, you know, Anna, our daughter, goes to Newburn High School, and you know, she she's talking. You know, from her perspective, they need more resources. This, the guidance counselors, they have two, um, down from six. Uh, they, they don't. Oh, we've got 10 seconds. We'll talk more about that. I'm glad there's someone on board who, yep. can, who knows yep. what they're doing. But everybody stay tuned. Great discussion today. Lee and I are going to really go at it and we're going to be talking New Bern. So get your cup of coffee. We'll be right back. There we, we go. Oh, we're on. Wow. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, we are running a top notch show here today. We're, we're live here on City Talk. Uh, I came in a little bit. I came in a little bit late and you discombobulated. Threw, you, you threw uh, our uh, honestly, vibe off. honestly though, I was here at seven fifteen. Threw our vibe And then, off. you know what? I was here at seven fifteen, and then Nicole called me home. We had some discussions to discuss, so we discussed them. <laughs> <and laughs> You're so funny. That, no, and to the, to the end that we're on ninety four point one WNBU. Um, Facebook us on where do, where do they Facebook us? You're facing it. Well, they can go to they can go to Facebook at Talk Newburn, and it's great. And you know, email us at citytalk at talknewburn.net or give us a call at 252-633-4243. And I just want to thank all our listeners out there. You know, we're accused of nobody listens to us. We're a joke. Um, but you know, the power of the opinion is very real and, and prevalent in, in society today. Turn on any TV station from CNN to Fox to MSNBC and people are giving their opinions, good, bad, or indifferent, whether you agree with them, disagree with them. And I think that's what you and I, we, we are viewing the subject matter, which is mostly the city of New Bern. And, and what's happening in our community. But it and also we're, rolls and over. we're giving us our opinion. We're getting the opinion of others. We have guests on here. And I think this is great. People want to hear all sides of, of the views. And, you know, I think everybody knows that I'm, I'm a Republican, I'm conservative. Um, and, you know, while I do watch Fox News, you know, I, I'm, I'm a pretty much CNN junkie. I like to see the other side. And uh, MSNBC is a little too far left for me. But um, I want to hear it all so that I can make an informed decision and really get all sides of the fence. And I hope that's what we're doing here. We're just giving you another side of the fence that you can look at and you can make your own decision. But, you know, the facts are the facts sometimes, and I want to make sure that the facts are out there. Well, as far as TV says, uh, Fox, whatever, I have a dirty little secret to confess. <laughs> I, I, I watched the Please. Oprah Network, the OWN Network. <laughs> the o Oprah. O no, it's OWN. <laughs> yes, it's yes. a dirty little secret. Yeah. Me, and, me and Nana, Nicole's mother, sit there and we You're watch our stories so on there. No, I, I will watch those stories, Fatal Attraction or whatever, for hours. But that's not what we're here to talk about, my TV preferences. We're here today. Breaking news. This just in. <laughs> Pat Scheibel has sold her house. What I mean, Pat. Well, it, let's put it this way, and and the again the facts. The facts are the house was on the market. The facts are she the house is under contract, and as we know, sometimes things work, sometimes they don't work. So until the date, you know, I think it's the end of the month when the closing is. Until the closing occurs, you know, she, her house is not officially quote unquote sold. Um, you know, the, the word on the street and of course, I, you know, we'd love for Alderman Scheibel to call in to talk to us, you know, she's um, announcing a resignation on the 25th. Well, I mean, that's what we're hearing until she says it. I, you know, I think we have to be reticent of the fact that, you know, we're getting this from 
from sources from our sources I've within, it from about within eight, city hall i've gotten um, it from about eight different sources now in the and we knew it from the start she's going to sell her house and she's going to leave which is unprecedented really in the history of alderman no it is not come on there are unprecedented it, it, it's have not we ever had a you know female, everybody listening out there i'm going to keep him in line had, today no, no, have we ever had a, a female alderman resign halfway through a term and, and she's not halfway through a term she's two-thirds through her term because there's about a year and three All months right. left. Two thirds. Hey, I'm sorry. Time. I'm going to tell it like right. it is. If you don't like it, too bad. I, I, think, <laughs> I think that I think it's it's unprecedented. And you know, it, but when it I opens st- up it opens up a can of worms of how you find the next alderman to replace her. And why why haven't they just come out and been honest with the well? Because first of it? all, I guess she doesn't know. I, you know, I'm going to again err on the side. Uh, you know, if this was a court of law, I agree. But this is a court of hey government where transparency is transparency you know you're leaving you knew you were leaving when you put your house you on know the i've had one experience with an alderman resigning and and leaving and that and he was, was open and upfront that about was, it yeah it was 25 years ago believe it or not uh it was alderman don mcdowell a great great guy he was the alderman for the fourth ward did a great job served for many years in the city and and he was with a a job at the time where he was being transferred to, I believe, Greensboro, somewhere around Greensboro. You know, he knew it was coming. He tried to kind of stay. But what he did is he announced to the public that he was being transferred, that um, and he would be resigning the board effective, you know, 30, 45 days, whatever the future date was. But he let the public know. He let the public know the approximate day he would be resigning and moving out of town. So in the interim, at the time, Tom Bayless was the mayor of New Bern, Tom said to him, you are the alderman of the fourth ward. So therefore, bring us someone who you would like to see fill the unexpired term of your office. So Alderman McDowell that night, and you can read the minutes of the meeting, asked the public to come forward and to contact him if they were interested in serving in that seat. And he had several people to call him to say they were interested. And, and Alderman McDowell vetted those people over a period of time. All, and, and at that who, who point... Who got the job? Jay Mattingly. Oh, he, I like Jay Mattingly a lot. And he decided... He, so he came forth to the board at his last meeting and said, you know, mayor and members of the board, I would like to appoint, you know, Jay Mattingly to fill my unexpired term. It was seconded, and it was voted on by a majority of the, the Board of Aldermen. It was a unanimous vote. But Alderman McDowell did the vetting. He didn't allow the rest of the aldermen to jockey their position to get their man in there, whatever, because Alderman McDowell was a representative of the people of the Fourth Ward. So in this case, Alderman Schabel was duly elected by the citizens of the third ward. Therefore, she should, as a representative of those people, vet whatever and not allow the mayor and Odom and, and, and Kinsey and all the rest of them to jockey for a position on who they want to be in that seat. Yes, they vote. There's no, you know, I'm reading, I am reading from the charter of the city of Newburn. If a vacancy occurs among the board of aldermen, it shall be filled for the remainder of the unexpired term of the alderman whose office is vacated by a majority vote of the members of the board of aldermen. And, and that's, that's pretty clear. They do vote on it. It is clear. It is in, in the, in the charter. Um, but think about the fact that 
there is already an elected representative from that area, and that is Alderman Scheibel. She should be the one as the representative of the people. Whether they like her decision or not, she is the representative of those people. She should be out there vetting people. And I, I say the mayor and board of aldermen should step back and let her do her well, job. This, this whole thing is endemic of the outlaw administration. They, they keep the information back. I guarantee you right now, because I've heard, I've heard this from a number of sources as well, that they, the mayor's out there, Dana, Dana's out there trying to figure out who he can put in who will vote his way. Uh, their job. The reason Scheibel, it's the the reason Scheibel hasn't come out and said anything about it is because Outlaw and his cronies up there, the good old boys up there, want to pick the person uh, behind closed doors and then put their guy in, so that person goes and votes their way. It's sneaky. It's duplicitous. Well, no, it is sneaky and duplicitous. Well, it is it's, politics, and that's just the way. And they're gonna jockey. That's what I mean, they do. That's you know, politics all... is not in the best. We're at, we're at a city. You know, politics keep it for Bernie Sanders, Trump, and these people right. up there, thirty thousand miles away we're in a city on the ground level we don't have time for politics here you don't have time for sneaky it's every deals. day that we way leave face the it, facts it, it, it is but face it's gonna, the it's, facts it, let me tell you something it, talking about politics what what the the candidates are people out there being told that you know hey you're a good candidate but as long as you don't talk to lee sabrina or denny and as long as you're not associated with them then you can you can enter our club that is but, a ridiculous and I mean, that's okay what, because it's an unexpired it's term okay. it is There's because you know okay what the voice of the people you know there you is a, a voting booth. around there is a voting people. booth and right. a voting booth will happen in october of 2017 and at that point hopefully the people of the city will stand oh. up and let their voice be heard hey it's all about we the people and we you know whether good bad or indifferent whether we like it or not it is about we the people and that's why i am so you know it, whether you're engaged, here. this whole stupid presidential thing's driving me crazy because it, it at the end of the day, I don't care what the pundits say, I don't care what what anybody says. It's about we the people. The people make the choices, not the people in Washington, and not and so here, not the mayor, not the board of aldermen. We the people. So if you are out there in the third ward, and Alderman Scheibel is your Duly alderman representative, call her. Tell her what you think and tell her how you feel. And then she needs to carry that message loud and clear the problem to the mayor. Is, the problem is her stated goal as an alderman was to please the mayor. They you never know, got it. Yes. You know, I, yes. I, I, that, I they never got it. And you have a mayor well, who is, you got a mayor up there. Look, who, this is what is, happened. Let me tell you something. This uh -oh, is exactly what happened. She's all five am, fingers at me now. This is what happened. You have three new aldermen who come on that really, and especially somebody like Alderman Scheibel, hasn't been here a long time, doesn't, you know, knows the community but doesn't know the community doesn't know the background and i i guess if i was in that same position you're going to go with who you think is the most quote-unquote senior leader and that was the mayor so at that point if you don't know any different you're going to be lockstep because obviously that person's been here for a long time they know what the deal is and and you know can't do anything else but as, as a as I, you having, know I, having again sat i'm going to tell it like it is having sat in the mayor's chair and having a, an, a, an all-new board on there, except for Dana Outlaw, 
they would come to me. Johnny Ray Kinsey would go, how, how am I supposed to vote on this? How am I supposed to vote on this? And I'd go, Johnny, I'm not telling you how to vote. You were elected by the people to vote the way your people. Don't ask me as the mayor to, to tell you how to vote. Well, you it should would, tell them how to vote, but you should give them the facts of, of your case. You know, you. No, the problem is, is that if you're, by the time you get onto, you're a $130, $150 million corporation you're running, you should be able, you should be qualified to look at the facts. The fact that people elected Kinsey and the man is a functional illiterate doesn't mean, you know, that now, is, now. it is true. He asked me how to I pronounce understand. words. He asked I me to read him things. But, that, but the people in the let's, fourth let's ward. Talk about, let's talk the about pe- the facts. That is the facts. I watched it over a period of four years. He is a functional illiterate to the definition of it. And the fact that the people in the fourth ward voted for that is, is beyond my pale. And then so he came to me asking me how to vote. I said, don't ask me how to vote. Vote your conscience. Go to your people. Vote your conscience. Do the facts. When I, when I told him and I told everybody, I'm not going to tell you how to vote, they went. he went to uh, Outlaw, and now Outlaw tells him how to vote. Well, and Pat Scheibel's smart enough. She had a good background. She's smart enough to go, look, I got this job. My position here is to represent the people of the of the third ward or sec- third ward. That's my job, and well, I need to know I mean, the facts, and you don't feel she's do Obviously, she feels she's doing that. You know, I'm not going to second-guess that. What I am going to— You don't gonna, have to. Just look know, the, at the way the, they vote. I'm going to still state the facts. The facts is if she is— moving out of that ward, whether she stays here, whether she moves somewhere else, whatever she decides to do. Um, do she it should, openly and transparently. Well, and what she should do is she should give great credence to the citizens of the third ward. She should be talking to them. If they have a candidate, whether the mayor likes the candidate, Odom likes the candidate, whoever, she should make sure that it is a candidate that will serve the interest of the people of the third ward to the nth degree. And I think that's what's important. I think you need to be on the phone calling her. And that's all I got to say about that. So. All right. Forrest Gump. <laughs> well, and then, and then, no, 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 that's perfect. That's, and that's all there is. That horse is dead. The, the, and that leads segue into the other thing, you know, that, that loop, that, that new loop down by the Triumph palace. Did you ever get to the bottom of how much that cost? I did. And you know, how much? $140,000. The city, the city, the city appropriated $140,000, did a, did a budget amendment last February to, um, to go ahead and do the work back there. Uh, they also, if you, and you know, I really have in the last week tried to go into the budget and really looked at it. You know, the budget has been adopted, but there was a little, um, tweaking that needed to be done because they didn't didn't dot all the I's and cross all the T's. What does that mean? Well, um, teach me, guru. Well, sometimes the language you use when you make an ordinance, if you miss a word or something, because you know the the the, the um, what is it called? The local government commission, yeah. LGC, really does look at things and make sure everything is is correct, especially when it has to do with money. And so, I think when they adopted the budget you know, ordinance, there was a word or something missing. So they, oh. ne- they're going to come back and clerical they're going to, they're going to, it was a clerical error. Absolutely. And they're going to come back and make sure that it is all correct and in the best interest. But, you know, I tried to go online and I tried to look at the budget. Of course, the newly adopted budget is not online. It's just, if you go online and you look under budget, you have to go to the finance tab. Um, it is the recommended budget, so you don't see all the no- the true numbers in there. So I did a little bit of homework. I've I've called in. I've talked to uh, the appropriate people, 
And uh, in February, the city, uh, there was a, a budget amendment to move money from uh, fund balance to this line item. It was $140,000 for the loop, and it was $100,000 for the street improvements um, to Stanley White. So 3rd Avenue, um, going, and what they did is they bought a piece of property, and they should be starting construction soon to make a straight, you know, 3rd Avenue right to um, Stanley White Center, which I think is an excellent idea uh, and, and a good thing. So they did that. Uh, the interesting thing I, f I found is when we started the budget July 1, 20, 2016, uh, 2015, uh, we had a 52% fund balance. I, I just... Well, it boggles it boggles my mind, but it was, was at, at the, the expense, expense of, of employees. Of correct, the, it correct. It was at the services. expense of, of of a lot of different things. But there was a fifty two percent budget. We will go into this new year with a thirty one percent budget. So we have roughly spent, balance. yeah, balance fund balance. So we have spent you know twenty one percent of our fund balance um, projects, other things, you know. Um, going forward. So, you know, good, bad, or indifference. But the $140,000 is interesting because um, our sources tell us that this, and, and it's, interestingly enough, this is what really boggles me. The mayor and, and Board of Aldermen obviously decided to do this road repaving, resodding behind the Triumph Palace. So if everybody, we can get on the same page here. If you see the South Lawn of Triumph Palace, it's the loop that goes around from Metcalf Street to Edenton Street around there. And the city has redone that area. They didn't even come to Swiss Bear and say to Swiss Bear, hey, you know, we'd like to make this improvement in downtown and do this. Can you work with us on this? Let's get together and let's... Because it could have been great. There could well, have been I nice mean, regardless of the know, fact, it could you know be battery, that this... Battery Park in Charleston? It could have been something like the Battery Park well, in well, Charleston. Well, regardless of the fact, maybe we could have sold pavers. Maybe we could have done a few other things. Whatever the fact, um, there was no um, ask of the palace to be involved in it. Same thing with Tron Palace. They had some discussion with them. But they never really had um, any any real input. It it was already in the works when they were talking to the Tron Palace people. So you know, again, I, I I'm concerned that we're not bringing our partners into this, spending $140,000, not bringing us into this. And I find it really interesting because the statement that was made, you know, two years ago was, hey. We're not we're not investing in downtown. We need to we need to look elsewhere, and we need to help the rest of the city. You know, they they cut out funding for Swiss Bear. They've they've cut out other things, and then you go and spend one hundred and forty thousand dollars. You know, on this, I understand it is open, but I do from my sources at City Hall uh, understand that the mayor. Uh, personally directed the public works crew. Yeah, and, well, what they, you know, the mayor needs to, you know, he he's directing at Lawson Creek Park. We get in trouble with violations there. He's over here. I mean, come the, on, the come deal, on, Mayor Outlaw. Let let our let our employees the, do their job. The, you sit in the office. You meet and greet the public. You cut ribbons. You do what a mayor's supposed to do. You don't need to be out there. This is why we have a public works director. This is why we have a streets director. This is why we have some of the nicest and best employees. You know, I was talking to Denny Booker last night, and he was just really praising our, our city employees. You know, he's as he's working towards this project on the Dunn building and trying to get 
uh, his, you know, permits and things done, he was saying how respectful and nice it is to work with our city employees. And I couldn't agree more. They are just some of the best I've seen anywhere. But, you know, let, let them do their job. I understand that, you know. He's the city manager. He's well, the public works director. He's the guy who goes out you know, and gets you, us in trouble with camera. You get in there and you, you cause problems. Let them do their and that's, job. That's the, that's the whole point. You were really nice about it, saying that he was out there directing it. The, the public works did it, but he was actually a nuisance. He caused delays because he was out there personally directing these employees, which is against the statutes. It's not what it's statutorily impermissible, which means illegal. He's out there directing employees. He's out there annoying the crap out of the city employees. Uh, this is what's coming from right, them. Right. And demoralizing now, him, telling him that they're too stupid to do it right. Oh, he, no, he is. That's what was, I don't this believe is, this is what's coming that. from. Yes, this is what's coming no, his action said that you you have to do this. Well, the action is okay. You have but to do that. You have to do this. You have. To, that's not what a, a mayor does. He costs the city more money in doing it. He caused delays, and that's right. endemic of what he does. Right. He doesn't understand his position. The other well, thing is the other thing is it's you know he thinks we're all morons because uh, while on the one hand he's telling the city employees and this is coming from they talk to me, this is coming from them. We're getting a one percent increase in our in our in our salaries so we're losing good employees to other cities that our employees can't afford to live and eat they're demoralized while on the other hand so the general fund doesn't have enough money to even give our employees raises on the other hand he's taken two million dollars out of the out of the reserves to, to pave roads in an election well, year. Yeah, I, and that's I, I, that it, you don't play politics. We have a yeah. city to run. This is not your political toy. Right. Give our cops the money they deserve. Give our public works the money they deserve. You you look at them, they're demoralized. And we have oh, we've got 30 seconds, but you cannot demoralize them. And, th and it's and the so, key to so the city. So hold that thought, hold that thought everybody. And we are going to come back here um, after commercial and we're going to continue to talk about the budget, but uh, you know, stay with us, call us, email us, get involved in the, this discussion and we're going to be right back. Oh, you want to keep Now oh, he's yeah, doing the yeah, finger. Now, <laughs> now you're doing the finger thing. I thought she hit that perfectly and Neil's over there directing us like like an orchestrator. That, Neil, how much time do we actually have? Five, five seconds, seconds. Four. All right, three. everybody. We're talking budget. We're talking city of New Bern. Stay with us. Call us. Email. And now we will be right back. And we're back on City Talk high atop the Omar's building on this beautiful, beautiful spring beautiful. day. Uh, the, it couldn't have been better. Last night we had a fire. We were sitting out there on the back porch. Nicole, on the back porch with Nicole. I just love doing that. We stay up a little bit too late on Thursday night sometimes, but I just adore it. And it's the best time, and there's a great time to be alive in, in Newburn. 94.1 WNBU. We're talking all things Newburn. I love looking out over the, the city in this plate glass window here, Sabrina. Uh, look, look. See that guy walking his dog over there? This is just the great time of year. Um, we were talking budget before, but before we get to that, there was an article in the paper today uh, or this week um, about an, a Newburn, an unfortunate incident where a Newburn police officer uh, was caught um, stealing stuff, and and that's you know, and people have come up to me and said, hey, what what do you think about that? What do you think about uh, this? How, how how what should we think with this police distrust? Here's what I take out of it: any any there, there's bad and good people anywhere. There's bad and good people in the police department. I know most of the police officers over in Newburn and Craven, and I will tell you. 
without and I'm a defense attorney and I'm under no obligation to like <laughs> to like cops but I respect I respect um, 99% of them this one guy went out and, and took something that's no reflection on our Newburn Police Department that's a reflection on him the other good thing to the other good thing to take out of this is that the police are policing themselves um, the, you can have trust in an organization that polices themselves that is good. the sheriff's department is specifically I think his name is uh, Captain John Whitfield went out, did the investigation, and was so honorable. You guys out there don't know how lucky you are to have uh, people who, well, uh, police officers, who police captains, and Sheriff Monette, that's a reflection on him of what a great department he's running. He went out, policed it, and did the unthinkable for any cop, broke that, that blue line, and said, you're a bad cop, we're, we're, we're right. charging you. So that, that's what I have to say about that. It was really bad to see that a, a cop, a police officer would do that, but to see how, to see how the Sheriff's Department and the Newburn Police Department handled it honorably, that gives me faith. And you know why that, you know why that matters to me? Because Bonnie Rogers and Officer Swear, the two that arrested me, they were, they were dirty cops from Amen. the word go, and nobody policed them. The, you know, the week I got out of the, the second week I got out of jail, they were both fired and they dismissed 65 cases, including multiple tons of DWIs. If they had had honorable people like Whitfield, Monette, uh, Tucson Summers, those two cops never would have had the power to to, right. to right. arrest me or arrest anybody right. and put them in jail because they were dirty cops. Right. That that's so you can be proud of your Craven County Sheriff. You can be proud of your Craven or Newburn Police Department. That's yep. the way I feel about it. Well, and that and that is a good thing. And that you know again is all part of what we're talking today. And we are coming live to you on WMBU ninety four point one. We are live streaming right now at talknewburn.net. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and get involved in the conversation by emailing us citytalk at talknewburn, excuse me, dot net, um, or you can call us at 252-633-4243. It's all about accountability. I would be the first person, whether it's whether it's Nicole, my wife, my mom, the cops, Dana, I'll be the first one to say, hey, you've done a great job or hold you accountable. Because without accountability, there, there's no trust. Right. And, you know, I, I want... I know how difficult it is to go through a budget and, you know, if you take it serious. Now, there's some people that just say, okay, whatever, they have their few little agenda items and they talk about it. But if you seriously go through that budget and look at it and, and consider the work that it takes, the department heads and bringing their money and everything, and, and I mean, bringing what it's going to cost to run their departments efficiently and to their best abilities, it, it, is, it is a difficult process and a tenuous process. But the, the sad part about it is then the politics roll in. Hoarding and, $2 million. Well, but the politics come in and people and, and you get an elected body that they want their pet projects. Hey, we're all guilty of it. They but, want to be reelected is well, the point. That's why they took $2 million instead of, instead of you know, the, you know the, the, we're living in a, basically a swamp drainage area. and all, a whole, We're very low. You and me and Denny, when we were on the board, we we did our stormwater management fund. Well, and, you and, know, and, um, and that fund. And Bernard is a, White was a, a champion of that yeah, too, that, because that he li- his people live in lowlands over a- there. Absolutely, and you know, Vic Taylor was on board with that. We we put a fund so we could maintain our stormwater management system. Uh, key to not having floods. Dana Outlaw just tried to get rid of it. 
He well, tried to get then, rid know, of it for political have, reasons. Well, and, and it's a hundred and fifty year old and, system. And you know, do, we do need roads repaved. I mean, our infrastructure is crumbling. But I could, you know, it was interesting. But do it according to a logical principle. You do. If you look, I want road. everybody. If you want to go online and look at the proposed budget for streets and for paving, it, the, it was seven hundred thousand dollars. Okay, is what the budget. So the the alderman then added two million. So the when you the new budget is printed, you will see two point seven million dollars in the paving line item, not in sidewalks, in paving just alone. And you know, while I I get it, we do need to be doing this thing. What I don't get is where is the fire station? Our city is growing out Martin Luther King that way. We ha- we annexed Pleasant Hill twenty years ago. Where do they have a, a fire station? The people, you know, when you see the apartments, and now we're going to have commercial structures out that way. We, you know, we are going to need a response time that is quicker than trying to get somebody from Elizabeth Avenue, where there's a station, or the station downtown. And you know, I, I'm sorry, but I won't ever forget. Th- it was the longest. 20 minutes of my life waiting for a rescue vehicle to come out to the city water plant, which is towards Pleasant Hill, when um, David, David Muse. Muse had that you know massive heart attack. And, and it, it was, was 20 minutes. And it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And from that point on, I, I tried to make it my business to make sure that we had a, uh, a fire station. And I, I was so sad because we worked so hard. We found a piece of property. We were, we were about right there. And then, of course, we went out of office and this current board well, decided not to move forward. But if you're going to, you know, here's split the, the difference. Take a million dollars and put it towards a fire station. Are we, are we making sure that our employees have what they need? Are we looking at, you know, replacing sewer lines? The sewer lines in, in a lot of downtown Newburn are crumbling because they're the old terracotta pipes. I mean, I could see things all across the board. While paving is very important, now don't get me wrong, I just see where we could spread things. It was interesting, of course, um, when the budget was approved, um, Alderman White and Alderman Kinsey voted against um, the budget. Alderman White felt like uh, there should have been more looking into the process. This is the quickest. I have never known a budget to be passed in the month of May, ever. I mean, because you, you want to, and you know, we were so thoughtful when we came in that we would have session after session to make sure the public could see it, we could look at it, make the changes, and I never wanted to, to adopt it, and really, mid to late June, because I felt like I wanted every opportunity to look at every number and every voice so that we could do the right thing. And boy, this was quick, so it made me really nervous. What's going on? Why are they pushing well, it, it, so hard? Well, because he's given himself $2 million in an election year to right. pave roads right. so that he hopes people will forget right. that he went to a cop right. killer's funeral. Right. He hopes people will forget well, that he, you know, all of the bad things he did. Hopes people will forget that he, he voted in favor of keeping Craven Terrace the way it is in a dangerous I, situation I for I, the next 30 and, you years. Know, one of the hopes reasons people that will forget the bad things he's done. Well, and I don't think people are that, I don't think people are that dumb that they're going to go, oh, look, he paved our streets. He well, didn't go to a yeah, cop killer's I've seen, I've seen other things, so I I'm hope, not going to even He's going to try to get people to go, oh, he never told the blacks but to go eat the Alderman Kinsey, who voted against the board. People the, are smarter the budget, than that. The budget was 
5% less, okay, than this current year's budget, but has a $37.2 million operating budget that is 1.4% higher. So what we did is, you know, they're telling you that with less revenue coming in because of the reevaluation, they spent more money. And they spent more money because they took the fund balance and brought it into the um, into the general fund. All right, so that what is they that in English? Tell things. me about tell, what does that mean in English? Plain and simple English. Well, in plain and sim- simple, they're doing more with less. How do you do that? Well, you take fund balance. You and take away employees' uh, but you take, uh, cost you, of living. You, you take fund balance, and you can do it. But also, too, I, uh, I think it's really interesting that all year long, if you really, you know, if you're a guru of this and you want to really get into the study of Are there the really any of, gurus on this? Eh, no, most you people, are. Most people don't want to do it. If you go back, they've probably no less than a dozen times have um, adjusted the budget and have made, you know... That's um, because they, if you don't look at the budget and decide what you really need at the beginning of the year, if you don't put any thought on the front front side, you got to go back and adjust it all the time. And that's not a budget. What that's what that's called is no foresight. It's like, oh, I got a budget of uh, $5,000 a month for everything I need. Oh, but in the middle well, I go, in the middle I go, my, really wife, my, my wife is budget, unhappy, though. so I want to buy her a diamond ring. Now I got to adjust my budget up to $10,000 to, pl- to please my wife. That's never happened, but that's the, that's the way their budget is. Oh, I've got a budget of X, but now it's an election year. Let's increase that budget by $2 million to, well, to, to get voters the, to like these, us. These projects Please have no like rhyme. They, like me. they have no love rhyme me. or reasons. You know, this, this me, whole budget me. has been completely politicized. You know, Absolutely they, they gave has. the city employees... Rhinoceros. A one percent, a one percent raise. So that w- that roughly came out to about three hundred thousand dollars for the entire amount of city employees, which I'm somewhere about four hundred, maybe. Yeah. Three seventy-five to four hundred uh, employees. Um, and and look. If it was up to I, outlaw, he would I, be the only employee. I get it. I get it. I run a business. I think it's very important that you really monitor. Um, you know. The, the payroll, you have to be careful. But, you know, one of the things I'm concerned about is in 2011, so now that's five years ago, almost six years ago, we did a study under our term, under uh, Mike Epperson, that looked at the wages across the state for similar jobs. And what they did is they um, took the study and they said, here is the starting range for this type job. Here is the high range. Because when we came into office, we had people making money above and beyond what that job would take. For instance, um, we had a, a city finance director who, you know, started making 80000 and left making 140000 you know, at the time. And that was the upper range. You know, that, that person made as much as the city manager, almost more in some cases. So what Mike Epperson did was he did this study along with um, our HR director, who is Sonia? She's Sonia Hayes, Hayes is wonderful just lady, phenomenal. Um, and they went ahead and looked at all these adjustments. And w- the good news was that I would say ninety percent, ninety-two percent of our employees got a raise based because they weren't even meeting the minimum of what that job should be. So we 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 did that. I think it's time for us to look at it again. We That's need to make sure that we are investing in our city employees. 
And, you know, that's who makes our city great. Uh, you can have all the mayors you want, all the city managers you want, but if you don't have these great employees, that what ma- that's what makes the difference. Sabrina, let me, let me just interject. But that's why, you know, you kept mentioning Mike Epperson. Mike Epperson had managed a city before. Mike Epperson was a trained professional. Mike Epperson knew how to do these things. This administration and Dana has purposely picked people. Mark Stevens, a great man, a great public works director, never managed a city. He doesn't know these things. You don't want, you don't want, no, he's not learning. He is learning. He's not. He's a pawn for Dana. And then you go out and you hire an assistant city manager who's never managed a city with no experience. But let me tell you this. this. Let me, I'm going to say something about Chrissy Culler right now. If we were, if we had She is getting, she is getting rave reviews from the city Great. employees rave reviews because you know what she's responsive if she doesn't know the answer she says i don't know but let me find out for you and to me that is the first step in doing your job and to so me, hey i you know i don't know her very well but i'm gonna give her kudos you know and i have i have no i don't know her but the first step in running a city is having a person who has actually run a city before like like mike epperson he actually had experience. Well, that's not what we got. So g- no, get over why? it. It's no, not no, no. what we why? got. So let's try the to see if we can why? get these we're people up to We're getting to the budget, speed. and we're wondering why all these irregularities are going on the budget, why you have to go back and do adjustments on the budget, why you're getting politicized budgets because we don't have a strong city manager. Well, I want to know. I, well, I have yet go, to hey, hear. This is lunacy. This is I madness. I have yet to hear from this Board of Aldermen in adopting this budget. What was their vision? What was the, the overall... Um, message that you want to give the citizens of Newburn about what you're trying to do with their tax dollars. Is they it, want to get reelected on the city of well, Newburn's tax dollars. That's yeah. Sabrina. It ends and starts there. They want to get reelected. Let's I, I'm surprised they and haven't brought fine. back if their, their vision. If they could say our vision is to do A, B, C and D, you know, again, the interesting thing is, you know, spending one hundred and forty thousand at, at the horse. I'm surprised they haven't brought back spending, the gladiators in, in the Roman games. Oh, the people want no, this. No, but Let's what I'm saying, they are going to do the hundred thousand dollars to do Third Street. But I still see no money being spent in five points. I still see no money being spent to try to take care of the drainage problems. They somewhat in Duffy Field and you know this storm that's why this stormwater fee is so important because they've got some funds now to try to address things in Duffy Field but I'm not you know they they campaigned on on changing um, changing a great community. budget in a great city no, changing and and I'm I'm still not I'm still not seeing it happen so I want to know what is the vision what is the message where is the the understanding from this board of aldermen as far as this budget goes you know uh we will we will have some challenges going forward, but you know I'm gonna switch gears here just for a minute. WNBU City no. Talk live. And I'm gonna. Take I wanted to tell people they were listening to. For you all have this to do that. for all this negative, there is a really good positive that has just happened. What the, the positive is the city of Newburn has received a five hundred and fifty thousand dollar grant from Golden Leaf in conjunction with the Craven Com- College. They, they, they partnered with Craven Community College. They have received the grant to um, rehab the uh, old city utility building there in the, the yard, which would be that big, tall building that's been there, gosh, knows, probably since the 30s. The, the electric building? Yeah. The, well, it's not where development services is. It was in the maintenance yard there. Something and needs so, to happen with that. Well, what they're doing is they are um, – uh, they're going to put – Craven Community College is going to put some vocational – 
things in there, which great is great. Job. We're going exactly to we're going to train plumbers, Good we're going to train carpenters, college. whatever. So this is a partnership. So you know, kudos. Um, I will tell you because uh, I I know Mr. Gerlock and um, with Golden Leaf, whatever. I heard that the mayor and um, you know President Stats out at the community college did an excellent job in presenting Newburn's case. So hey, cool. You're right. No, you're right, thing. and that's it. But that's we're getting ready. Thing. So well, I'm I'm ending on a good note. So uh, we're going to break right now. We're going to come back, wrap up this really great show today. Riveting. Um, more coffee and more city oh. talk, and we're going to come back and talk about the. Um, wrap this budget up where we think we're going and then i'm going to say goodbye for a few weeks because we're going to be going on vacation but we're going to come right back and we'll be talking about it and we are back you are listening to uh city talk live with lee and sabrina it's been great conversation today um and uh you know we're going to be wrapping up we've got a few minutes here and uh we've had good discussion on the city budget we ended on a high note the city did get the grant $550,000 in in partnership with Craven Community College it's the city's property so they will team together Cindy Blott led the charge uh and did an an awesome job so I want to thank her I'm going to thank Mayor Outlaw because again my, my sources tell me he did a good job and I appreciate that because he is the ambassador for our city and he needs to be doing a good job in representing all of us um but you know we are going to continue to keep our eyes on this budget how they're spending money we want to make sure that we're doing you know the proper thing and i think it's been great conversation today again if you live in the third ward call alderman shibel talk to her about a replacement for her if she's so you know if the closing goes through whatever happens but let your voice be heard remember i can't say it louder i can't say it more clear it's about we the people nobody else nowhere else but we the people and just always remember that because we are the voice it doesn't matter who sits where i don't care who's more popular whatever it, it, it's about we the people i agree and one of the people gunny mike gunny mike out at cherry point shout uh, out listed shout out to you just got his phd uh dr gunny mike now uh, all the Marines out there, he is a combat veteran. He was a recon Marine. We need to get him on the show. Recon Marine, Gunny Mike, went, got his Ph.D., worked his, worked himself like a Marine, got it while he was working full-time. Proud. Every Marine can strive for that. Right, um, right, enlisted right. officers. Uh, and, and, you know, congrats. talking about that, I want to give a shout-out. You know, I'm working um, on August the 6th. We are going to have a dinner to honor Purple Heart recipients. So it's being put on by the Coastal Carolina Purple Heart Dinner Committee. When is this? Um, this is August the 6th at Newburn Riverfront Convention Center. And my shout out today is to anybody out there who knows of a Purple Heart recipient. If you know of someone who's received a Purple Heart in our community, in the coastal community, so um, Craven County, Jones, Pamlico, Carteret County, please go to CC purpleheart.com and you could um you know look us up get the information call us we are looking for purple hearts contact us here at city talk but we want to honor you it's going to be a night of honor and special recognition and you can learn more about it but right now we've put in the word out to find these purple heart recipients so get in touch with us it's been everywhere but I, lee as we I, I have i have a question uh-huh. um is it true that alderman odom instead of wanting to pave these roads wanted Stop. to paint them no. no that is not true Stop. you're saying no he I, did not want I mean, to paint you the don't, roads you just you we just refuse you no, refuse I mean, 
refuse to stop. I'm, um, no, no, you know, I'm just asking. It's a right. serious question. Moving right along. I want to let everybody know that um, I'm getting ready to go on vacation a little <laughs> bit. Well deserved. Because I need to get away from Lee Bettis every now and then. So, um, you know, Lee, um, I'm, I'm going to miss you. You're going to have three Fridays without me. Oh, and, Do they um, get radio in, 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 in Italy? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll Skype in if you really feel bad. But, I, you know, I'm going to go I'm on my little vacation. I'm wondering how much trouble I'm going to get in. And uh, our good friend, our good friend Denny Booker, will be here with you and babysitting. You know, I'm I want I'm very thankful for Denny and to babysit. You know, again for you people listening out there, we we, you know, we do give our opinions. I'm sorry that you know the board of aldermen has put the word out. If you're friends with Lee, Sabrina, or Denny, you know we're you're untouchable. That's ridiculous. You know, it's the power of the people. I can't say it enough. It's we the people. It's not it's not them, but it's us. And so um, I'm glad that Denny will be here, continuing city talk, hopefully keeping you under control. But I, I probably will have to Skype in a couple of times because you make me nervous. So right. no, no, no. <laughs> and no more paint talk, okay? But anyway, you know, on this glorious day, this glorious week i want to thank you all for listening um you know flag day is coming up this weekend um the elks are going to be in union point park they do a most impressive flag ceremony get out there support them uh congratulations to all the graduates from public high school this is your weekend um and i just want to thank everybody and lee we'll take see care you on the i'm sidewalks. gonna uh, miss you and we'll see you on the sidewalks thanks for li- listening have a great day